Thank you for joining us for this recent message from Freedom Ministries in Crossit, Arkansas. Connect with us online at freedomministriescrossit.com and let us know what God is doing in your life through this ministry. Now prepare your heart to hear a word that we pray will bless your life. been teaching today on taking our authority and we know that has a lot to do with spiritual warfare and so we're excited about it we just see that a lot of people don't take their authority because they don't think they don't know they have any sometimes and sometimes what we've been hearing today they don't think that it'll work for them and I said well ain't that about us if we worried about it working for us, it's not about us, because he said it's all through Jesus Christ. It's not through, it's not anything about me. It's through Jesus Christ. So, uh, if you get an opportunity this week, just really study the first three chapters of Ephesians and just learn about our authority where Jesus, when when he sat at the right hand of God, then mm-hmm. the Bible says he raised us up to sit with him. So, right hand means authority. It means like the same authority on Jesus, he gave it to us. And so we're sitting at the right hand in the heavenlies, far above all principalities. So positionally, I'm sitting at the right hand of my father, and I can do what he does. I can do what he does through Jesus Christ. So we've been learning about that. And if we don't take our authority, then something else, Julie said today, She's learning that something else will. Her and Elder Barbara were talking about that. If we don't take it, if we don't, the Bible says the stronger one's coming, he's coming, and, and if he'll, he'll take that house over. So what I've been seeing in the, in the Word and studying about authority lately is Adam gave up his authority. We, we pretty much know that. But the Bible says he was not deceived. And he was put over that garden to keep it and to dress it. But he let the enemy come in his home. And so many men do that today because they're the head of the house and they let the enemy come in their homes, take over their their lives and, and be destroyed. So we just see that he laid down his authority the minute that he uh, didn't take it. If he would have took his authority in the beginning, that snake could have never got to his wife. All right? If he would have said, devil, this is my garden, get out. Then he would have shielded her. He would have protected her. I'm not justifying her. But the Bible says she was deceived. But that man was, and he allowed that spirit, by not doing anything, he allowed it to come and take over his home. So we just got to be careful about that and uh, and know that if we don't take authority, then something else is going to take our land. Something else is going to take our homes over. And we're just kind of allowing an open door for the enemy. When the Bible said, Luke ten nineteen, Behold, I give you power over all the power of the enemy, and nothing shall by any means hurt us. So when we say we're scared, we can't go over bridges, we can't get in planes, I can't go to Africa, I can't, I can't, I can't. Why you can't? Why, why we can't? Because the Bible says we can. He gave us authority. He gave us authority over the spirit of fear. He gave me authority over the spirit to tell me I don't want to fly. He gave me authority over something telling me I might get some kind of disease. He gave me authority over that. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. So my prayer this week is that the church really get a revelation and that we get one on this prayer line. Because if we don't know our authority, we won't do spiritual warfare. We will not take it in in prayer because we won't feel like we have what it takes to do it. So we have to know we're not coming in our own strength. We're coming. We're getting in that. We're getting in that ring. If you're getting in that boxer ring with Arnold Schwarzenegger, as Mama used to say, we know he's gonna whip us. But if we get in him clothed by the Holy Ghost, clothed like Gideon, then we're gonna whip him. So I know I can't do it, but with Jesus on the inside of me, clothing me like he did get in, then I can do all things through Christ because I'm already sitting with him. Positionally, Ephesians says I'm sitting at the right hand of my Father. I'm sitting. I'm raised up together with him. Why does he got us with him? 
because we're his body on the earth and he needs our body to speak through the earth. He needs us to declare, demand, to ask me to make a demand, to demand. To He put us, the Bible says in Psalms that the, the uh, heaven is the Lord and the earth, God gave the earth to men. God gave you dominion over the earth. He set you over far above. He set you over kingdoms. He set you, Jeremiah 1 through 10, you know, root out, tear down, destroy, pluck up, then uh, build and plant. He said he set us over nations. So how am I going to be set over nations? It's going to be through the spirit and through prayer that I take my dominion. And he tells me the root of the issue before I go in there and preach. Amen. Hallelujah. God, we just give you praise today. We thank you for teaching us about our authority, teaching us. We were reading today about the sons of Sceva and where the enemy said, Paul, I know, and Jesus, I know. He said, but who are you? And we've always looked at that like he's saying, I don't know you. But let's look at it different today. Who are you? Do you know who you are in Christ? The enemy saying, who are you? Do you know who you are? Do you know? Paul knows who he is. Jesus knows who he is. Because when the enemy tried to make Jesus bow down to him, he said, I'll give you all these kingdoms in the wilderness. Jesus already had the kingdoms. He was the son of God. So he knew his authority. He already knew that he didn't want anything that the devil was offering him. And Adam and Eve, they had the authority also until they gave it over because the snake came and the serpent came. The devil came through the serpent and said that if you'll eat of this fruit, then you're going to know what your God knows. They already had that. They already had the whole garden, but they didn't know it or they'd have took their authority if they'd have known who they were. Who are you? Do you know who you are today? Do we know who we are? We are kings and priests. We're here to govern the earth. We're here to rule the earth. We're here to to uh, do our bidding for our Heavenly Father. We're His body. The head needs the body, the walk, the feet, the hands, the mouth, in the name of Jesus. I am God's mouthpiece. Somebody say, I know who I am in Christ Jesus. I know who I am. I have power. I have authority. I have strength. I go in the power of His might. I have power through His name. I have His name. He left it to me for inheritance, and I know who I am. In Jesus Christ. God, I just thank you today that the church rises up, that the church wakes up and knows who they are, that we raise up, God, when sickness comes in, when when uh, we need a breakthrough in our finances, when our relationship, something's wrong with our marriage, God, that we know who we are and we can get in that heavenly realm and sit in the high places with you and be raised up with you, as Ephesians says, far above all principality, power, spiritual wickedness, and every evil thing in high places. And we can pull them down, God, until there's unity. You said you broke down the middle wall of partition. God, you broke it down. You broke down prejudice. You broke all that down. So I rise up and take my authority, God. Show me how to take it through prayer and then disarm the enemy, God. Show me I can have my prayers answered. I can have what I ask. You said if I ask and believe. Anything in your name, then you'll give it to me according to your will. God, I thank you, Jesus, that I have authority to get my prayers answered, that I'm not just sitting here blinded, God, and let you don't just leave me here without weapons. You don't leave me here without a way to fight back for my family, God. You don't leave me here without a way to fight back, and the enemy can just come in and destroy. You said he came to steal, kill, and destroy, but you came to give life and life more abundantly. And you didn't leave me powerless, God. We come against that spirit that makes the church feel like they don't have any power, that makes us feel like we are less than, that makes us intimidated, that makes us just sit down and let the enemy come in and do what he wants to our family without raising up a standard against him. You said when the enemy comes in like a flood, the spirit of the Lord will raise up a standard against him. God, help us to be in prayer enough that when the enemy comes, we see him from afar. We see him before he can even get in because we're watchmen on the wall. We see him, God, and we push him back and we stand at the gate. Our children stand at the gate, God, and they don't let the enemy in. We're like shepherds over our flock. We're shepherds over our sheep. We're shepherds over our Sunday school, over our praise teams, over 
our family, God, and we push the enemy back. We don't allow the wolf to come in our garden. I don't allow the snake to come in my garden. He's got to go in the name of Jesus. He has no right. He's there in an unlawful way, God. We we take authority over him. He has no right. He has no right. I sit in the heavenlies and I tell him to go. He is under my feet in the name of Jesus. He is under my feet. No weapon formed against me will prosper. And every tongue that rises up against me will be condemned. One will fall by my left side and 10,000 by my right hand. God, I thank you that your angels are charged over us to keep us in all our ways, lest we dash our foot against a stone. I thank yeah. you that I'm righteous because I stand right with you, God. I'm only yeah. righteous because I put on the breastplate of righteousness. God, I put on the helmet of salvation so nothing can get to my thoughts, that nothing can stay in my head that's not the yeah. word of God. I put on the yeah. breastplate of righteousness. I stand with my loins girt about with the spirit of truth. My feet are shod with the preparation of the gospel of peace because I prepare myself before I go, God. I prepare myself for battle. I put on Jesus Christ. I put on his tender mercies and his loving kindness, and I go out, God. I put on the weapons of my warfare and our carnal, but mighty through God, to pulling down the stronghold. I put on you daily. I put you on before I go fight. I don't go fight. Ah. I'm I'm like David. I don't go. <laughs> I can't wear your armor. I got to wear my own armor. I can't yeah. wear Saul's armor. I got to wear the armor that God's given me. And I put yeah. on my armor. I put on the yeah. gifts that he's given me. And those are the yeah. ones that do the work. I don't do yeah. the work. He does the work through me. Yeah. Somebody say, it's ah. not me. It's him through me. It's hey, it's him, him through me. It's in Jesus' me. name. Yeah. I stand up and I know who I am in God. And no man yeah. is going to tell me anymore who I'm not. They're going to tell yeah. me, but I'm not going to listen because I know who I am in God. Yeah. Hallelujah. Yeah. I know who Hallelujah. my husband is. I know yeah. who my best friend is. I know yeah. that he's still closer than a brother. I know that he's there for me in the midnight hour. He's the mm-hmm. one that I can call. He's the one that's yeah. going to answer the phone at 1201. He's the, <laughs> he's the one, one, one call away. He's going to hear me. God, I yes. thank you, Jesus. I thank, thank you, God. Thank I give you, you praise. You. I magnify yes. you. You are big. Do you know when you magnify, oh, my soul magnifies the Lord. When I magnify yes. him, magnify means get big. Magnify yes. means get big. When I magnify yes. him, he gets bigger and bigger yes. on the inside of me. Hey, until you can't take it. I was telling him today. What makes some people take authority and make what makes some people don't take authority? And I said, mm-hmm. I just I didn't even know what I was doing. But when that spirit of death came from my mama that first time, I sit straight up in that bed and I said, You spirit of death, I see you. Get your hands off of her. Now what could do that through me? I didn't know. I didn't have much teaching on that at that time. But I loved her. But that wasn't even yeah. what did it. The love of her what did it was prayer. What mm. did it is I spent time with God, and then the Holy Ghost can't take it, y'all. I'm going to say again, the Holy Ghost cannot take it. The Holy Ghost, when you pray and you stir him up on the inside of you, something will rise up. Something I call it righteous indignation. Something will rise up, and you can't handle the uh the norm you can't handle everything on shallah shallah it's just gonna be this way you can't handle that it's not you it's the holy ghost rising up in you making a stand it's the holy ghost that can't take it i watched my mama for years she couldn't take that surface level she didn't like it she didn't want no part of it and she didn't be in it either and she stands straight up in the church and nobody's saying amen or hallelujah or anything at the time. And she just started jumping and shaking her head and letting her hair fly. And she said, y'all are not making me religious. Y'all are not making me religious. And she would never allow that thing to grab a hold of her. So I had that example, and I don't let it grab a hold of me too. If I'm sitting in church, I'm talking about our church. I ain't talking about somewhere they don't like none of it. I'm talking about you sitting in church and the spirit of something sitting on the Sunday school. Well, get up and take your authority. Why are you waiting on Betsy Sue to take her authority? Why don't you get up and take your authority? Why don't you run around the church and sing hallelujah and break the chains and break the darkness? Why don't the atmosphere change when you walk in? 
I know it does, but it's going to more when we keep getting this revelation of authority. In Jesus' name, God, I just thank you for releasing authority, releasing that we have it. We know we have it. God, we, we do have it, but some of us don't use it. Show yes. us why, God. Show us yes. why. Show us the reasons that we won't rise up and take our authority and drive the enemy out of our land. Show us the reasons yes. why we let him keep us down and depressed and in the bed and sick and lonely and tired. Show us the reason, God. So we'll rise up and get sick and tired of being sick and tired and take authority in Jesus' name. Amen. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. We give you praise, God. Thank you, Jesus. We give you praise. Hallelujah. Does someone else want to say something about authority? Julie, what would you see today? I know Mr. Powell's going to teach us, but what would you see today, Julie? I saw that, <clears throat> I should thank you read a scripture from Genesis that says, that tells us that we have to subdue. When we take our authority, we have to, that means to subdue it. And I'm thinking if, if I don't take my authority, there's absolute total chaos. Therefore, when I take my authority, I am subdue, subduing that spirit. Of, of chaos, of of being out of control, and so it lines up 100% with the script. With the first scriptures, he tells us to take our dominion and to subdue. Amen. Yes. Hallelujah. Genesis. He said he gave us authority. He gave us power. He gave us dominion. He created us in his likeness. Did you know likeness means exact? Lightness means exact. There's a little bit of uh, talking in law, so I don't know if somebody's not muted. But lightness means exact. He he made me in God's likeness. Hallelujah. He made me in God's likeness. Thank you, Jesus, for giving me power and authority over the power of the enemy. Thank you, Jesus. We give you praise for it. I give you praise for it. Minister Powell, yes. I'm going to turn it over to you now and let you teach us a little on spiritual warfare. Thank you, Pastor. I'm going to stay in the flow of what has been said This, um, as you're talking about the authority of the Holy Spirit in the lives of the believer. Thank you so much for allowing me this opportunity, Pastor, and to all of those that are listening. We are endeavor to be taught of the Holy Spirit and thank God for this wonderful pastor that's allowing all of us to come under the umbrella of the Holy Spirit as we begin to subdue, as I heard Sister Julie say, subdue the enemy. And I thank God because I want to read um, just a little passage of Scripture just changing and to stay in the flow of what's been said. Um, God blessed them, Genesis 1, 28 and 29, and God blessed them, and God said to them, be fruitful and multiply and replenish the earth, subdue it, and have dominion, dominion, have dominion, have dominion over, he's telling them what he wanted, have dominion over the fish of the sea and over the fowls of the air and over every living thing that moves upon the earth. And God said, Behold, I have given you every herb-bearing seed which is upon the face of the earth and every tree in which is the fruit of the tree, yielding seed to you it shall be for me. God made the earth for man, and we understand that God made the earth for man. Now, as we get into the teaching of spiritual warfare, there was a heavy spirit on the prayer line. So we're going to identify some things that sometimes, as Pastor Angie was saying to us, we have to take authority. Sometimes you have to take authority over your own spirit. Subdue it. Bring it under. Bring it under the control of the Holy Spirit. 
allow the Holy Spirit to work in you to subdue some things in our life that tries to hold us down. Now, authority, the power or right to give orders, to give an order, make decisions, to reinforce obedience, authority, giving God power and jurisdiction. You have that power and jurisdiction. And it doesn't matter how long you've been saved. It, all you need to understand is that once you ask God for something, do you really believe that he's going to do it? If you say, God, deliver me from this spirit of hate or deliver me from this spirit of jealousy or deliver me from this spirit of unforgiveness, you are, you're asking God. You're subduing it. You're identifying the spirit, and you begin to ask God. And the power is in believing, believing God that he's giving you the authority. He's giving it to you. He said, whatever you ask, whatever you say, it's what you say. And we sometimes measure ourselves by each other. Or sometimes we measure ourselves by the, the environment. But God has given us authority. And as Pastor Angie was saying, you and me, we have to rise up. And all we're doing is being taught how to rise up in the authority, each one of us, God didn't leave not one of us out. All of us, it's just like she was saying, some of us exercise that authority and some of us don't exercise the authority. So there's a spirit there that causes you not to exercise that authority. And I want to identify one of those spirits is fear. Fear. Fear stops us from exercising the authority. It's a spirit. It did not come from God. It comes from the enemy. But God did not give you the spirit of fear, according to Timothy, but power, love, and a sound mind. But if you allow that spirit to operate, it will cause you not to move or be mobile in the things that God is calling you into. And as Pastor Angie was saying, even when we come to prayer or in our Sunday school, we feel a spirit of heaviness that might be in the Sunday school was you just begin to take authority over that spirit. And sometimes not to disrupt the class, but you sense that spirit. So you can bind that spirit. You feel it. It's a spirit. You can feel it. You can feel tension. You can feel um, anxiety in the atmosphere. All of us, we understand when there's peace and we understand when there's not peace. So God has given us the spirit to have wherewith we can confront the devil's power, and each one of us have to identify it for ourselves. And sometimes we have to understand that it's not going to always be peaches and cream all the time. So this is why spiritual warfare comes into being. Sometimes we have to acknowledge our own shortcomings and some of the things that we do in the spirit and our behavior and what we do it in. So we're taking authority over that spirit, whatever that spirit might be. I like what Sister Julie says, subdue it, bring it under, subdue it, subdue it in your own personal life. And thank God for the, and I tried to warn you that the enemy is going to try to bring all types of confusion and all types of spirits to attack you to take your focus off of the lesson, take your focus off of, of what God is moving you into, take your focus off of what God is trying to teach us through our pastor, take your focus off of it and get you all upset. Now, I understand that sometimes, sometimes you just have to be quiet and identify. Remember I told you the first rule of spiritual warfare is to locate the enemy, locate him, find out. What is he after? He's after my peace. He's after he's trying to frustrate me. He's trying to do everything he can do, take my focus off of where, where I'm supposed to be and what God is calling me to be. I found out something, that we cannot make people go where they're not willing to go. So we must keep on the mm -hmm. path that God has set for our lives. We want to bring others with us, but they also must be willing willing to go and, and willing to submit, willing to subdue. 
willing to take power and authority over that spirit. It's a spirit of fear. It comes to mobilize you. It comes to hinder you. It comes to tell you and make you think that you're not worthy to do whatever or to go or to fear. Fear, like Pastor was saying, going to Africa. Fear of 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 other races. Fear. It does not matter what it is, how he uses it. He, the enemy, he's always after to stop you from learning, from growing, from maturing. Another thing we have to understand, it's an identity crisis. You don't really know who you really are in Christ Jesus. Because if you really knew who you were in Christ Jesus, like Pastor Angie was telling us earlier, you would take dominion. Oh, my God. It's giving you dominion. You don't have to be uh, intimidated by anyone. You don't have to the spirit of intimidation. You know why you 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 might be intimidated by others because you don't really know who you are in Christ Jesus. Now that comes through spending time in the presence of God, where God begins you begin to commune with Him. He begins to give you his identity because he's talking to you. You are on talking terms with him. You don't have to measure yourself by anybody, nobody, no race of people, no ethnic group, no status of people. You have to know that you are the son of the most high God. That comes through spending time with the Lord. That comes with communing with him. Spiritual warfare is also communing with him, getting to know who you are, getting to know, getting to know, getting to know Jesus. When you know Jesus, you're going to know that devil. All right. Oh, yeah, you're going to know him because the Lord is going to reveal him to you, and then after he's revealed, he's going to tell you how to handle him. He's going to tell you how to defeat him. He's going to tell you how to have victory over him. You're going to have victory he has no right to get in our minds, torment us, aggravate us, frustrate us, intimidate us because we don't know who we are. God did not give us the spirit of fear, power, love, and a sound mind. You have to practice this. This has to be practiced. Pastor Angie was talking about taking dominion. You got to take dominion. I got to take dominion. We got to take dominion. All of us. We have to exercise it, just like when you go to the gym. When you go to the gym, and some of us might not go to the gym, but we need to exercise. We need to exercise this word. You exercise it by speaking it every day. And the circumstance that comes to try to disrupt your peace, your joy, your happiness, and everything that that that, that aligns itself. I'm going to share a personal mm-hmm. um, uh, testimony by myself. but. I was so aggravated with my husband when he was alive. I'm a widow now, but I was so aggravated with him. Just used to aggravate me, just aggravate me, aggravate me, aggravate me. Oh, my God, just didn't have no peace. So the one day the Holy Spirit spoke to me and said, you know what? I want you to stop being the Holy Ghost in his life. And I'm saying, huh? He said, yep, you want to be the Holy Ghost in his life. He said, but. Let me be the Holy Ghost in his life, and you just be his wife. Oh, my God. You talking about liberation. You talking about. Now, he didn't straighten up. He didn't straighten up. He didn't straighten up. It looked like he got worse. Looked like he got worse, worse, worse. But God had dealt with me. The Holy Spirit taught me how to deal with that spirit that used to aggravate me through him. He would aggravate me so much, mm-hmm. but the Holy Spirit dealt with me. He said, now I want you to quit looking at all his faults and pray for him and speak words of kindness to him. That was very hard because he was cutting up so bad. But God had given me a strategy. He had given me a strategy how to handle my husband. He had given me a strategy how to handle that spirit that used to operate through him. But the Lord helped me to identify what it was. Once I got the victory over, he stopped. The man stopped. He stopped doing all that crazy stuff, and then he went on to something else. But what I'm trying to tell you is you've got to identify. 
You got to identify it. You got to locate it. Just like even now, I feel a sense of heaviness on the line, a, a, a heaviness. All types of hindrance, all types of things that come against us. Why? Because this teaching is so important. There will be many people that will lie on you. They will mm-hmm. aggravate you. They will frustrate you. It's just, it just spirits, just all types of spirits. I'm just telling you, all types of spirits will come at you. It will come at you to discourage you, to hinder you. It's going to come because we're getting the knowledge, and the knowledge is that we're understanding how to locate our enemy. That was our first week, locating the enemy. The second week was negative must flee before positive performs. Then we going beyond, and then our third lesson was going beyond the realm of head knowledge and feeling. We in our feeling, so many emotions that go against us, so many uh, emotional. We like wavering, like 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 James said, don't be wavering like a sea, you know, wavering, just wavering, wavering in your faith. But be steadfast, mm-hmm. unmovable, always abounding in the work of the Lord. Now, I thank God because I've been confronting some things right now in this season, even before Pastor Angie asked me to teach spiritual warfare. But there's a peace that I have and a calmness that I have that I know that God is doing something great in each and every one of our lives as we begin to study and settle ourselves. Study and settle yourself. Settle your spirit. Focus, focus in on the word of God. I like what she said earlier. Study. Focus on the word of God. Focus. Focus. Stay focused. Don't be so um um just um in a state of, of confusion. It's the enemy. He's trying to stop you. He's trying to hinder you from the things that God has for you. I want to read, and then I'm going to ask some questions and turn it back over mm-hmm. to our pastor. But I just want to lay some foundations about what happened with Satan, the rebellious, and all the things that we have to encounter even in our walk with the Lord. Isaiah 14, 13 and 14 says, For thou hast said in thine heart, I will ascend into heaven. I will exalt my throne above the stars of God. I will sit also upon the mount of the congregation. Lord, have mercy. Oh, my God. He come right to church and sit right there on the mount of the congregation in the side of the north. And then he says, this is the devil's talking. I will ascend above the height of the clouds. I will be like the most high. This is what the the devil was saying, what he was going to do, and God had revealed to Isaiah about what, the devil was saying and how he had fallen. Then we get a glimpse in Revelations 12 and 4. It mm-hmm. says, and his tail drove, drove a third part of the stars of heaven and did cast them to the earth. And then this is Lucifer saying. This was Lucifer. His name was Lucifer. He was the, there was three angels in heaven. I'm just laying the basics. You probably already know this, but I'm just laying the foundation. Three angels, Lucifer, and then there was Michael and Gabriel. But Lucifer's job was to be the musician in heaven and to shine in heaven. He had, uh, that was his, 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 his duty in heaven. And Isaiah 14 and 12 says, this is Isaiah asking the Lord, what happened to Satan? How art thou fallen from heaven, O Lucifer, son of the morning? How art thou cast to the ground, which does weaken the nation? Okay, mm-hmm. then he's going to Isaiah 14 and 15. Yet thou shalt be brought down to hell, to the side of the pit. And we understand that the devil is no good. He, is the, he was an angel from the beginning. We also understand his name was called Lucifer. We also understand that even Jesus talked about what happened to Lucifer in Luke 10 and 18. And he, Jesus, said to them, I beheld Satan 
as lightning fall from heaven. Okay. Now, the question that you have to ask yourself, how did Jesus see Satan fall from heaven? Well, he saw him fall from heaven because he was up there in heaven with the Father when this ordeal was going on, when this rebellion was going on in heaven. And now Jesus is telling his disciples about what happened. And he, Jesus, said to them, I beheld Satan as lightning fall from heaven. Now that's powerful right there. Jesus saw Satan fall, got kicked out. Lightning, as lightning from heaven. Okay? Then we also understand that there is going to, we got to understand the nature of where all of these spirits come from, all of these rebellious spirits, all of these spirits that that that, that accuse the brethren, all these spirits that rebel, all these spirits that lie, all these spirits that come against us from day to day. Every day we're confronted with something. But we're walking in the faith of God and in the Holy Spirit. We're walking in truth and victory. So if you just go sometime in your study time and just go over those passages of scriptures about what happened and how the Lord revealed to those prophets where Satan and how he came about and what happened as a result of of what is going on even today. So we just want to say to each and every one of you, we must we're going to be challenged. We're going to be challenged. We're going to be challenged. We're going to be challenged, and God is going to see how you're going to respond to the challenges that's going to be coming at you as we begin to, like Pastor Andy said, take authority. Take authority over those things that are aggravating, frustrating. Take authority over sickness in your body. Take authority over confusion in your home. Take authority over lack and financial lack. Everything, what I'm telling you, I have to do it myself. So don't think for one moment that I'm just teaching just to be teaching. Everything that I'm saying to you, I have to apply it to my life as well. So we just want to thank God for each and every one of you that have joined in this session this t- tonight. Thank you, Pastor Angie, for this opportunity. I think I just have to stop right here and give it back over to you. If anyone have any questions or you want to continue on, is is good. Thank you so much. Um, I thank God because I know something is breaking. I feel a breaking. I feel it. I feel a breaking. It's breaking off of the saints. It's breaking. It's breaking. It's breaking. It's heavy. If you could just say break, 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 in the name of Jesus, Thank you, every God. chain, Hallelujah. every chain, every hindrance, every weight, and oh, in the name of Jesus, we come against you now in Jesus' name, and we loose the power of God and peace upon the saints right now. We bind the spirit of confusion. Come down in Jesus' name, and we loose peace. In the saints right now, we lose peace, we lose peace, peace, we lose peace in Jesus' mighty name. Thank you, Father. We take authority. We take dominion. We take authority over every evil work of Satan right now in Jesus' name. And we thank you and we give you praise. We give you glory and we give you honor in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Thank you so much, Mr. Powell. That's an awesome word. And yes, we do come in agreement right now against God. You said put on the garment of praise for the spirit of heaviness. Yeah. And, and whoever has that on them, whoever that spirit's on them, just start praising God. We thank you, Jesus. Thank we you, magnify Lord. your name. We glorify mm-hmm. you. You are awesome, yeah. God. I I choose not to stay under this heavy thing. I choose to break yes. forth, to break out. God, I thank you. Show us how to take our own authority, God. 
Tell the ones that don't know how to take it. Just to open their mouth and start praising you, God. You say you inhabit the praises of your people. I take authority right now over every spirit of heaviness, every spirit on the prayer line that would try to hinder, every spirit that would try to stop the flow, every spirit that comes in and try to destroy our young people because they're on fire for God. I take authority over you. In the name of Jesus, and I command you to lose your hope. I have power over you in the name of Jesus, and I choose to use my power. Power over you in my home. Power over you over my ministry. Power over you over my child. That child right now, in the name of Jesus, that mother that has that heavy burden. We command that burden to lift right now. We command that depression that comes with holidays and birthdays. We come against you right now in the name of Jesus. Loose your host and get off of God's children. Get off of us. Get out. Get out. That spirit that gets mad when they're complaining. That spirit that gets mad when they're complaining. Get out of the ministry. Get out of our lives. You see it runs every time you confront it and hides. Come out in the name of Jesus. I you. Get out. Get off of this. Get out of these parents that hate it when somebody confronts. Get off of it in the name of Jesus. Just own it and repent and get over it. Own it, O-W-N, repent, and get over it. Yes. Somebody say, own it, repent, and get over it. Just get over it. Get over being mad. Get over being angry. Get over it. That's why we come to prayer so things can come out and be exposed and rooted out and we can change. Anything else is religion. Anything else is just religion. And we can't control, so we're mad about it. And every time you run, you're just going to have to go through it again. Quit running and get to the altar. And I say this with love. Quit running and get to the altar and find out what that root is that makes you not want to commit, that makes you get mad and angry. Remember, Mr. Powell said we got to identify. See, we we, want to run. We don't want to identify because we don't want to look at ourselves because we don't want to change. When you want to change, you run to the light. When you want to change, the Bible says if you don't want change, then you don't get close to the light because you're going to be exposed. But when you want change, you're going to run to it. And you're going to get close to it. And God, the time that people have prayed them through so many times, but it's time for them to take their own authority. In Jesus' name, we give you praise for it. Ain't nobody mad but the devil because we're learning about our authority and we're taking it. And he don't like it. That's all. It ain't nothing. I ain't never been through before. And I can conquer it again with through Jesus Christ. Can't y'all? We can conquer it again because we are overcomers, more than conquerors. I'm the head and not the tail. I'm above and not beneath. I sit at the right hand with my heavenly Father, and I made one with him. I thank you, God. I have all power over all power of the enemy. Don't think it's mad because somebody makes us accountable and we don't like it. We don't want it. I'm not talking about them. I'm talking about that's what we've been hitting around here. We don't like somebody to make us accountable because we want to do what we want to do. But Jesus said, he said that, that that man left his talents, he left his goods, and he went away for, for to a far country for a long while. And he came back and he said, what would you do with this? And the first one said he, he done multiplied his. And you get down in there and the one said, I hid my talent. And Jesus didn't look for an empty vessel. He went and got the one that was producing and gave him that one. Then he said, you are unprofitable. Now, Jesus can talk like that. Why can't we listen to it if our pastor says, you know, this isn't right? We get angry mm-hmm. about that. But he told those disciples all the time. He's, he told those people all the time. He rebuked Peter. He said, get behind me, Satan. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. we don't want to take that because we just want, we don't want to be accountable sometimes. 
And when we take authority, it makes people, it, when we take authority, we make people accountable. See, mm-hmm. if you're put over a position or if you, if someone comes to you and they say, okay, I need this office clean next week. Okay, president's coming. We need to, we just get mad about it. We get mad about them trifling little things instead of saying, you're right. I'm sorry, and it'll be ready, you know, instead of submitting. Because the bottom line is, if I'm accountable, I have to commit and submit. Yeah. And, you, and and that's what we run from a lot because we don't want to do that. Because if we commit and submit, then we're accountable. We're made accountable. Yeah. Amen. But I'm talking yeah. soldiers today, soldiers on the line. Soldiers don't get to go off and do their own thing. They don't get to leave when they don't want to. They don't get to do that. They get thrown out of the army. They don't get to do that. And so I'm a soldier of the Lord. Hallelujah. Soldier of the Lord. I can take it. Give me the heat. I can take it. Give me the heat. If I can't take it, I need to get at the altar. If I can't take it, get at the altar. Yeah. And we do pray peace, God. We pray peace. We pray peace into these people's lives. God, show us, Lord. Just show us. Thank you, Jesus. We give you praise. We thank you for one mind, one accord, God. Thank you, Jesus. I give you praise, Lord. You are awesome. You are mighty. You are powerful. I'm strong in the power of your might, God. I'm strengthening my inner man because I'm knowing who I am in Jesus Christ. Show us the areas where we don't want to submit. Show us the areas where we run every time someone tries to make us committed. Every time somebody says something that's going to make us actually commit, we run. I just see that root in people's life, God. It's not everybody, but it's some people. There's a reason for that. Just ask God. Say, why do I run? Why do I get mad every time someone tries to, I feel like they're trying to pin me down where all they're actually trying to do is to make me accountable. Why do I get angry at that, God? Why do I get angry if I got to be accountable to another person, God, to my authority, to you? Why do I not like that? Show us, God. And it's usually because we've been pinned down all our life and we don't want to be. But if we're going to walk in this kind of authority, that we're going to cast out devils, heal the sick, raise the dead, set the captive free. If I'm going to walk with that kind of authority, I have to walk under authority. And if I go out and try to do that myself, the devil's going to kill me. You hear me? I've heard people say that they is a great man of God, friend of mine, been pastor 35 years, comes to our church now. He say he tried to take the masons down, him and a friend, and he didn't understand. And when he when we when Mama started pastoring and we started getting taught spiritual warfare, he was real scared of his family coming here because he said that enemy about destroyed me. And his daughter said, "But Daddy, we have a covering. You didn't have one. We didn't wow. have one. We have Marcella. We have Pastor Eileen. We have Pastor D. We have a covering." You didn't yes. have one. Yes. That makes a difference. If I'm going to go fight a battle, I don't want to be alone. Amen. I don't be uncovered. Amen. You know? So yeah. even even David, when he went to kill Goliath, he had been anointed. You know, he had been anointed by Samuel. He'd been anointed. He had a covering over his life. Hallelujah. Even though his daddy didn't think he was the one. Even though his brother says you can't do it. Even though Saul said you need my armor because your armor ain't good enough. David didn't let none of those negatives stop him from saying, who is this uncircumcised uncircumcised Philistine that's coming against the Lord our God? And he, the Bible says he ran towards Goliath. He didn't back up and hide behind a door and leave and run and act scared. He ran towards the giant and picked up that stone and killed him in the name of Jesus. Cut off his head. Hey, cut off his head. Somebody say, I eat the giant's bread and cut off his head. I eat the giant's bread. Hey. I eat his bread and cut off his head. Hallelujah. You want peace in your mind, and you're going to have to cast the devil out, or he's going to torment you night and day. But you can have that peace if you take your authority. In yes. Jesus' mighty name. Yes. Hallelujah. 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 Thank you. 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 Thank you.
Sorry about all the warfare today, but God's going to have his way. We're going to push through, right? We're going to all push through. And we heard powerful words today, and we can glean on them words. And Pastor Casey will put them on the podcast, and uh, we can listen to them. And we just thank you again, Mr. Powell. We'll be back on again next week, and we love you all so much. And I plead the blood over you because when you do warfare, you need to plead the blood. Plead the blood. Mm-hmm. You know, the Bible says he'll confirm his word with signs falling. So you say, why would God do so much warfare? Because we're teaching it. See, what you teach is what manifests. If you don't teach on warfare, you better be ready to fight because he's coming. It, you know, God's got to confirm his word. He's going to confirm his word. And the enemy's coming in and he's trying to stop that word. But I learned that, that w- we shouldn't be amazed at what manifests when we're coming against it. See, I shouldn't be amazed if I'm coming against uh, coming against control that I don't go home and have to fight a spirit in my house because I'm, I'm sitting here fighting the devil and to think he ain't gonna come back. He don't just lay down and let you do things. You got if you're gonna fight him, you better be ready to fight him. And and I'm oh. talking about when you go home and that spouse is being ugly, you gotta shut up and just uh, be in prayer and disarm the enemy. And you say, why is this happening to me, God? Why is this happening to me? Because you're challenging the devil. You challenge mm-hmm. the devil. But the thing is, it's going to rain on the just and the unjust. So it's going to happen anyway. You you can do it with anesthesia or not no anesthesia. You can do it with the oil of God or go out there and, and have it anyway. But, but we learn how to combat him, how to stand against him. But if you challenge him, don't be surprised when he's trying to fight back which is what he's done on this line today. But we prevail because the truth prevails. Amen. Amen. God, all right. God bless y'all. Have a beautiful rest of the evening, and I do plead the blood of you in Jesus' name. Amen. We hope you enjoyed this message from Freedom Ministries. For more information and to stay connected with us, Find us on Facebook or the web at freedomministriescrossit.com.